perfect jingle. It's so short and sweet and gorgeous. It just gives me all the vibes. I know. It really does. Yeah. (laughs) It's magical. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Beyond Aesthetics podcast. We're so happy you're here. We really are. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jess. And yeah, we're so excited about this episode today. (laughs) We're really overjoyed. We actually just spent like 10 minutes just discussing how excited we are about it. But of course, we want to start by just telling everybody huge, 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 huge thank you for being here. And um, when we released that last episode last Friday, the amount of downloads and listeners was overwhelming. <laughs> we, we were kind of, uh, you know, we released the episode and a few hours went by and then we both logged on to our analytics and we're texting back and forth because we were like, what the heck? We literally went from 46 total downloads for the show and it really quickly jumped to 300 within a few hours. And to be honest, we really expected about 10 listeners. Yeah. <laughs> we're not even joking. You know, we started this because and we it, were going to be so grateful for 10 listeners. Oh, totally grateful. We were so excited. We're like, if we, if we touch five people's lives, if we resonate with five people, that's a huge win. And so we were really overwhelmed um, because, you know, like we've said before, this is a passion project for us. This is just something that we both felt really aligned with and really excited to do and just so many different things to talk about. And so to see that number of people who are listening and resonating with our viewpoints and the things that we have to say, we grateful doesn't even touch the surface of of how we really feel. So I mean, truly, truly, thank you so much for being here. And if you feel so inclined to give us a rate and a review, we would be so grateful. It would help us out a lot as we move forward. And, And we're just really looking forward to creating more episodes. And we do have a email address it's just at beyond aesthetics podcast at gmail. There's no app there. I'm not talking about Instagram. Okay. <laughs> it's just beyond aesthetics podcast at gmail.com. And um, there or on our social media, you know, any topics that you guys would like us to cover, you know, any thoughts, anything like that, we would love to hear from you because we know that this industry, as we're going to talk about today, we need a lot of support. And so if there's things that you want us to cover and talk about and support you with, please just let us know. And as we've said before, there's no topic that is off the table whatsoever. So feel free to to let us know what you guys want to hear a little bit more of. Yeah. And we just remember we're here to serve you and serve this community. And I mean, shoot us a DM. You can email us. There's no like correct way that you can reach mm-hmm. out. We just want you to reach out. So yeah. it's ever easiest for you guys. And yeah, just a to reiterate what Jess said, we are so grateful and our hearts are so full. Mm-hmm. And it's just like fuel for mm-hmm. keeping it going. Absolutely. It makes us so excited. Yeah. And we've kind of decided on a schedule. Uh, we're going to be releasing our full episodes every Friday morning. Um, as of right now, that's just what we've landed on. And then whenever one of us feels inspired to create our little, you know, mini episodes, whether or not that is solo or together, uh, we'll release those just randomly throughout the week, like probably Monday through Thursday. But you can always expect every Friday for us to release an episode. So um, that's kind of what we're planning on so that you guys kind of know what to look forward to and we stay really consistent with you. Yeah. I like having a schedule for us too. Helps us. We, <laughs> we really need that. <laughs> we love doing this, but we're both extremely busy. And so in the air. Yeah, so many balls in the air, literally. Um, but we're so passionate about this that this is actually I was telling Tiffany Ooh. when when I was thinking about my week and the things that I was the most excited about this week. This is definitely at the top of my list is uh, recording together. We have such a good time and um, have the best conversations. And so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always personally have so many takeaways and just like little nuggets that 
this I can utilize in everything in my life. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, when I, before I released and uh, was getting ready to publish our 2024 episode, I was laying in bed. I wasn't feeling well. And so I re listened to the entire episode. And I don't know if you have or not, but oh my gosh, I, so this episode would have came out last Friday. Yeah. A week ago when we published this. And so there's so many golden nuggets in there that I was like, this is just by far. And we knew as soon as we finished that recording that this would be one of our favorite episodes. And even re-listening to it, I felt like this is going to be one of our favorite episodes probably of all time. There was just so many little moments in there that I felt like people need to hear this and people are really going to resonate this. And then even just to back that up a little bit, I've had a lot of people reach out to me just about the 2023 episode and how much it helped them and how much they really resonated with it and and thanked us for our vulnerability, which I have to say, you know, we've talked before about how uncomfortable <laughs> this can kind of be when you start putting all this information out there, especially on a personal level, you know, admitting to the financial dips or me admitting to things in my personal life and and what's going on and, and yourself too. And that can be a really weird, uncomfortable place to be, especially when I'm like, okay, we've got 400 people now downloading and list like 424 as of this morning downloads. And so people are really listening to, you know, these things about us that they probably didn't know before. And that can be a little bit weird. And so the more, but, but here's what Tiffany and I have also learned. And we've talked about this in previous episodes too. The more vulnerable you are and the more authentic you are, the more people you truly can help because you're really speaking to a deeper part of people that can really resonate with you now. You know, like you're not doing anybody any favors by trying to pretend to be something that you're not because it doesn't speak to people. It's not going to resonate with people. Not relatable whatsoever. Ever. And so I'm really grateful for that feedback and, and the amount of people who have reached out and just said, thank you for being so honest and thank you for being so vulnerable um, because it lets us know that we can continue to do that and that what we're putting out there is really touching people and resonating with people. Uh, so yeah, it's, Absolutely. it's been such a and good I think experience. That's how you and I have always operated. It's This is just a new platform <clears throat> for us through this podcast that we're sharing in a different way. But that's what makes it feel weird. But you and I have always, I think, just have put ourselves out there and been vulnerable and tried to say it as authentic as possible. Mm -hmm. And so I think that definitely has contributed to our success. Yeah. So just a little bit of feedback for anyone listening. Um, The more authentic you are, even if it feels weird or uncomfortable or scary, definitely the more connection Mm -hmm. you can create. Yeah, and we need more of that. Absolutely. In the world. I I'm continuously searching for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Let's get into our episode today, though. I'm so excited. <laughs> we actually, you guys, this is, it wasn't initially meant to be a two-part episode, but we already know it's going to be two to maybe three parts because this is something that we have a lot to say about. So I'm going to uh, let Tiffany just kind of lead us into this episode, the the topics that we're going to be focused on, and uh, her her kind of thoughts and feelings about it. Thank you. Um, so our episode today is on social media influences. So this is really um, primarily for our estheticians, our beauty professionals, anyone within the industry. Um, how what you're what you're learning and absorbing and seeing on social media from other skincare professionals and taking that with a big grain of salt and not necessarily letting that information influence you um, one way or the other. And this really comes back to your trusting your own inner confidence, your own education, trusting your gut, and really listening to yourself on how best you should be treating your clientele and what's best for your clients. And we want to touch on before we get into some social influence, social media influences that we see a lot of, that we have some opinions about. Before we get into that, we want to touch on the importance of your, um, how you go about approaching these topics with your clientele. And really, um, Jess and I both agree on this very strongly. Um, It's so important to go into however you approach this 
these types of topics or any topics really with your clientele, approach it with a lot of grace, a lot of understanding and a lot of love and not go into it with, so say your client comes to you and is like, Hey, I saw this on social media. Um, I started doing it in my skincare routine. What do you think about it? And as a licensed esthetician, you know, the worst thing that you can do is be like, oh my gosh, that's so terrible. I can't mm-hmm. believe you're doing that and really degrade them for doing something that they thought was good and that they were able to be vulnerable and trust you with coming to you with that information. So hopefully that's making sense. Yeah. I really, my intention for everything that I'm putting out there right now is to create a new generation of estheticians that are coming from an open heart space. And I've really landed on that this past week because I think it is so important that we are focused on becoming the trusted advisor for our clients. And we really have to accept the fact that we're in a very social media information age and people are being bombarded with all sorts of information from different places. And we really want to position ourselves to be their trusted advisor and the one that they can come to no matter what and ask us questions and tell us the truth and put everything out there on the table. Because if they don't, if we don't have that type of a relationship with them, then who knows what's going to happen. And um, yeah, so that's kind of the place that I'm coming from and the place that I've been coming from from years for years when people have had this conversation with me is that we really want to be sure that we're coming from a place of non-judgment and positioning ourselves to be the one that they come to, right? And so even just last week when I was working with one of my spa partners in Logan, Utah, um my friend Jocelyn, she was like, "Gosh, people people are coming to me saying some things." <laughs> you know, my clients are coming to me like asking me some questions and And she got it. Like she really resonates with everything that we talk about. And she was like, I really want to make sure that I'm always the person that they can come to when they hear things and ask me what my opinion is. And I'm like, yes, that is the end goal. That is definitely the end goal. And where this conversation started is in It's been an ongoing conversation for years, but the reason why we're bringing it up now is because, man, I'm hearing some crazy things out there that I (laughs) just like, where on earth is this coming from and what are we going to do about it and how do we handle this in the most positive and productive way possible to create even better, deeper relationships with our clients because it's not going away. It's probably going to get worse. And so that is why we feel so strongly about having this conversation. But in December, I was working over in the Jackson area on the Idaho side with one of my spa partners and there was some stylists in the group and they were they were asking me these questions and I was really shocked by them, to be honest with you. And my Botox had been wearing off. <laughs> and so I, yeah, I really was like making these faces because I was shocked by the questions that they were asking me. And I was like, wait, wh- what? Like where, where's this coming from? And they were laughing at my facial expressions because I literally was so shocked by, by what they were saying. And in the moment, I was trying to kind of dissect it and say, oh, I think – the reason why this is a social media thing, I think what they're actually trying to say is this. Yeah, there really is an underlying with a lot of this stuff. Yes. An actual like reason that they're not saying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I, I think like what a lot of social media influencers will do is like the, um, the drama with it or mm-hmm. like – um, yeah, they're gonna they're saying it in a different way, but when you get to that underlying reason, okay, this is why they're yes. saying this. Kind of makes sense of it. Yeah, um, that's so funny though. Yeah, well, and um, you know, years ago, I, and I don't remember if this was like a year or two ago, but when the topic of slugging came up, right, I would be teaching a group of a hundred people, and somebody would raise their hand and say, "What do you think about slugging?" And honestly, I was like, "What?" <laughs> you know, I. Um, you're going to have to explain. I'm not sure what you're talking about. But so as soon as they told me what they were talking about, I was like, oh, that's about your barrier. That I, I'm i like, okay, well, that's an interesting that <laughs> that's an interesting way to <laughs> go about it, you know, and, and to call it that. Okay, well, I can see how that would definitely capture your interest. And, it, and, and slugging is like putting on 
a layer of, you know, Vaseline on your skin. Um, yeah. And I was like, actually, you know what is so interesting about that is that back in the day, um, I, I had a best friend that I grew up with that did that all the time. And, you know, she would like, yeah, I'm like, okay, this is nothing new. And, and what this is actually about is actually a way to help just lock everything in and kind of heal and rebuild your skin's barrier. And so that is when I was like, oh, so this is actually a really positive thing because what we can do is say, thank you, social media for, Yeah, thank you so much for bringing up this topic with people so that I can put myself in the position as an esthetician to have that conversation. Like, thank you. This is not something that I have to necessarily, you know, explain and educate people on because social media is doing that for me. I just kind of have to rein that back in and say, yeah, so what slugging actually is, is a process of um, you know, locking everything into the skin and then putting on basically like sealing the deal, right? And putting on this nice thick layer, locking everything in. And it's also a really great way to heal your skin's barrier to bring everything back into balance. Now, there's going to be different ways to do this, right? There's going to be ways that are better for some people and some skin types over others. So let me walk you through with your skin type how we could do that, right? And so it's just a way of, it's a different way of looking at social media where what I have run into being out there on the road and working with all of my spa partners, which by the way, currently is 90. And so I'm hearing these things a lot. And I've really uh, tried to just change the mindset around this to say, you know what, instead of being really frustrated with social media, like Tiffany's saying, like, let's look at that underlying topic you know, they're packaging it in a different way. But like, let's think about that for a second, because uh, it's a way to say thank you to social media for putting this information out there. You're kind of doing me a favor. All I have to do is now put a different spin on it and educate and create that relationship with somebody and saying, yeah, you know what? That's actually really smart. This is actually what it is. This is actually what they're talking about for your skin type. Maybe we could do it this way to have the most benefit. And so I really challenge everybody to look at these things and try to figure out what they're actually talking about and say thank you for this instead of being frustrated because you're creating a lot of resistance when you're mad and you're creating a lot of resistance in your relationships when you have a client approaching you about something like this and you are like, no, that's not true or whatever. You're annoyed and you're frustrated. Like Instead, we want to approach this a different way way in a really, really positive, productive way. And, and again, that's also coming from a really open space, a really open heart space of, uh, just being in non-judgment and creating that trusted advisor relationship with people. So that's kind of where (laughs) this topic is really coming from. And the underlying current is always developing the best possible re- relationships with your clients that you That's you know, the goal. That's always Absolutely. the goal. And you guys, social media, you can let it work against you or you can use it as a tool that works for you. It's really about your mindset and your approach. And like Jess said, being grateful for things that come up through social media and having that positive reaction and then using it to your advantage So like Jess said, somebody comes to you that has been slugging and using Vaseline, you can use positive reinforcement with your client and say, I love that you are trying to create a healthy barrier and that you've been doing this in your routine. You're so smart. Um, And then talk to them about their skin type and try and just tweak that. Use your own intuition, your own education and your own, (laughs) you know, values and help steer them in the right direction if they need it. So, yeah. And, you know, and Tiffany's really good at this. Um, and let's say that that happens, right? So let's say that there is the, the topic of slugging is being thrown around out there. I would look at that as a challenge for what you're also posting. Yeah. All right. Listen yeah. up. Listen up. You can be mad if you want to. You can be frustrated if you want to. You can make that choice. Or – you can say, what do I now need to post to put the correct information out there? In a kind way in the with most, that person. 
quiet. loving way possible. Yes. So this is going to lead into our next topic that I think we need to cover really quickly before we get into the rest. Can I touch? Can on. I cover this really yeah. quickly? Like I think it's necessary. I'm just saying. I don't know if stuff. I can be quick about it because it like this is going to be an episode all in itself <laughs> on our list. Yeah, go ahead. But I think it's very necessary mm-hmm. of not making fun of your clients on social media and not persecuting them and not making them feel stupid, even in a funny way that is done so much. It's actually one of my biggest pet peeves I see other estheticians in general do, actually anybody on social media, yeah. when they're making fun of their ideal client in a funny way through a reel or a post. And it does, it gets views and it gets a lot of likes and it gets a lot of engagement, but you are at the, you're not creating a trusting relationship because you're making them feel stupid for doing something that they didn't know better or were doing or decided to do. I'm going to let you leave. Well, what Tiffany's talking about is when people are making reels about what client red flags, skincare icks, um, skincare habits that you need to ghost this season. I mean, it's packaged in many different ways. And Tiff, I don't know what you think, but I feel like people don't realize what they're doing. The implication. And that is why I think it's real. That is another reason why I'm trying to build a platform to help you guys see the truth of of what you're doing uh, when you are posting things like that and and just really reiterating and literally pounding into your minds how important it is to create optimal relationships and all the different ways that that looks and that includes what you're posting on social media you know when you're when you're putting something up and creating a cute reel that you've put all this time into that is skincare habits to ghost this season and you worked so hard on it. I'm like, you're you're honestly creating an environment that breeds a lot of distrust and it it actually makes you look bad. And so it's an interesting thing last October when this, you know, trend was going around. There was this clip that I there was a reel that I ran across and it was so cute. Tiffany, I know I told you about. I'm like, this is so cute. This is so well done. This is easily the cutest skincare habits to ghost reel that I've ever seen. And I was like, whoa, there's what 60 something comments. And I'm sorry, but that's a lot. And I was like, that is, that's so many comments. What, how are people receiving this? And you know what? The first comment was from, a client. It was from you know um, either a viewer or a client, not an esthetician. Yeah. So this is interesting because the comments was a mix of estheticians and then clients. Yes. yes. So the very first one though was, why would you put out a reel like this instead of just telling us, you know, why I shouldn't use Saint Ives Apricot Scrub and what would so what do I so what do I need to do instead? And it was interesting. That was by far not the first comment about that. It was literally almost 50-50 people who were confused and upset. Like, well, why can't you just tell – like, why not just tell me? Like, why, why not just educate you- me? Yeah. And they yes. said that. Like, literally their own words was, can you, can you just educate me instead of telling – like, you're making fun of people for all the things that they're doing wrong. You guys – People don't know what they don't know. People do not they know, don't know what you know. They don't know what you know. It's like, you know, and, and one of my favorite uh, sayings is what is obvious to you is amazing to others, right? So yes, as estheticians, we understand these things. We're like, you should not slather your face in Vaseline. You should not use St. Ives Apricot Scrub, but you want to know what? They don't know that. And so if you're coming from a place of making fun of them for doing these things, they're like, oh, I thought I was doing something good. And you're making yeah. Like, I was I was scrubbing my face. I thought I was a queen. Yeah, like am I not supposed to do that? And so you know, then the other fifty percent of these comments, you guys, were estheticians who were like laughing emojis and fire emojis. And I was like, no, 
mm, 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 this is not it. This is not it. You have now just created so much mistrust. You've actually just breeded a ton of negativity. And I was almost like heartbroken that there was all these estheticians in the comment that had these like positive emojis. Cause I'm like, okay, are you, and this is the other thing. I'm like, you guys, you're posting for your clients. Do not forget who your target audience is. Your target audience is your ideal your ideal, your dream clients, your ideal clients and your existing clients that follow you. Don't forget, you have many existing clients on social media who are soaking up the information that you're putting out there, whether they like it or post or comment on it or reshare it or not. They are there. I promise you they're there. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to attract more of those ideal paying clients that trust you yeah. and want to come to you and spend their money with you. And that's what I found with a lot of these trends on social media that make fun of their clients or, um, like you said, skincare red flags or whatever. The most engagement comes from other professionals within the industry, because as a skincare professional, we all know, um, you know, what we deal with on the other side, right? That you know, that stuff that goes on with clientele that we're like, oh, I've told them and I told them again. It's okay. Okay. So that's where it becomes relatable, relatable, but also it just, it's so icky to me Mm -hmm. and it's, I just hate to see it. And like you said, it's heartbreaking to see it because Mm -hmm. you just think about all of the people out there who are Mm -hmm. seeing that information and then it leaves them confused because at the same time, you're actually not educating them Mm -hmm. either. You're just telling them what they shouldn't do and what they're messing up on. So, yeah. Yeah. And think about all of the content you could be creating from this, right? It could just be this or that, and this is why. You know what I mean? So um, there's huge opportunity to flip that and say, okay, you know what? Like Tiffany said, like instead of posting about (laughs) all of the things that they could be doing wrong, you know, just flip that. Flip it over. Flip it over yeah. and say, you know, this is why we don't use St. Ives apricot scrub on the skin. Here are some alternative options. Uh, and this is why they're good for your skin or better for your skin. Always education, always in a positive light. Yeah. If you guys get confused and you're like, how can I switch this? Literally flip it on its head mm-hmm. and put some positive light on it. And then your ideas will come. Yeah. And do it in a loving, trusting manner. And remember, you're talking to your ideal client. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) just to backtrack, one of the other problems about when we post stuff like this is that we're setting a super bad example for other professionals. And so, you know, last night I was having a conversation with my cute friend, Erin, as she owns a business in Canada. And we were talking about this exact Thing. We were talking about influencers and she said, I feel so bad. There's, you know, a, a local girl here in Canada who is trying to be like, you know, this other influencer and posting a lot of that same content. And it's kind of heartbreaking. And so my my other thing, like my other intent in just creating, you know, a generation of estheticians who can be coming from a different open heart space educational place is that we're, you know, these reels that we put out there about client red flags and stuff like that. Other professionals, again, are the ones who are engaging with that. Like probably more than 50% of who's engaging with that is just other estheticians. It's not even clientele. And then they're going to take that and run with it. And so it kind of creates this interesting domino effect. And I was in a training one time in Logan, Utah. This was probably back in like July or August. And uh, it was last fall sometime. And the cutest, cutest, cutest girl. She said, the biggest problem that I have with my clients is they don't trust me. And I said, I know. And that's because of social media. She said, I have such a hard time getting people to like tell me the truth and to trust me. And she's an esthetician who comes from a really open heart space. Like I loved meeting her because I was like, yes, you're you're this breed of esthetician that I'm hoping to, you know, create more of because you're just so open, you're just so loving and um, educational, you know, and really trying to come from the the right place. And I call it above the line. You're really above the line. And 
And so for her to say that, it it hurt me. It it broke my heart. I was like, I'm so sorry that you're having that experience because of what's going on in aesthetics right now, especially on social media or in person, you guys. Like when you're having a consultation, when you're having a consultation with your clients and they tell you something that you you don't agree with, and I'm always going to use the topic of St. Ives, Ives apricot scrub because I, I think it's one of the most common ones that we run into. But let's say that they tell you that that's what they're doing. I really encourage you guys to approach this in the most loving way possible. And so a good example of that would just be freak their exfoliating. That is awesome. Yeah. I love that. I'm so glad that you're doing that. And so typically how I would would train and educate and guide people to do this is to say, I love that you're – how does it feel to you when you use that? You know, what is the end result that you're really enjoying about that? Okay, that's awesome. Exfoliation is so important because of X, Y, Z. You know, based on the goals that we were talking about earlier, you know, and some things that is going on with your skin, I think what we could try is possibly – this. So I'm going to use this on you in your service today and I'll have you feel what your skin feels like after and the difference between the two and why that is important. Okay. That is a million times better than saying, oh my gosh, you should never use that. Like that's so wrong. You know, it's it's just coming from a place of remembering that they don't know what they don't know yeah. and are and they're trying. And they're trying. They're trying. They I'm like, trying. I don't care if you're using grocery store products. Do you have a skincare routine? Awesome. You're 10 steps ahead of everybody else. Oh, you're using proactive. Oh my gosh, that's amazing because proactive works in a system and systems are so important for achieving our goals based on the goals that we were discussing earlier during your consultation um, that could be actually contributing to some of the things that you know we're not so happy with about your skin. So today what we're going to do in your service is, you know, take this approach and I'll have and we'll see what those results bring and, and why that's important. So you can take, I mean, I could give a million examples of that, right? Like you're using proactive, you're using, um, you know, I, I hate throwing name brands around here because I just love skincare, but you know, let's just, it's something that is like less than ideal for the skin health overall. We'll just put it that way. Um, cause I love all skincare. I think that there's a time and a place for all of it. And, and I don't ever feel truly like somebody's doing something wrong. Right. I mean, sometimes, yes, yeah, sometimes you're going to run into, um, you know, a 65 year old woman who's using proactive cause she just doesn't know any better. Right. Then yeah, that's wrong, but we don't yeah. say it that way. We don't no, because she's still trying. She's trying. She's still trying to treat her skin. So that's our job, right? Is to flip these things and and come from such an open, loving place of non-judgment. Because I uh, so I don't know if you guys, I I grew up <laughs> with um family nights. Every Monday night was like family night. And my dad used to read us chapters from Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And uh, this was from my grandpa who was married to my grandma um, that passed away last year. And they're such an integral part of my upbringing, which sounds weird. I never met my grandpa, but he's a big part of me. And he was a businessman and this was a really important book to him. And so, you know, it's important to my dad and he would read us these chapters and it's interesting because I've carried that knowledge and those philosophies throughout my entire career. And one of the main philosophies in there is if you want to gather honey, don't kick over the beehive. <laughs> and um, I highly recommend that book, you guys. They uh, it, it is a life-changing book about relationships. It's pretty old school because it was like written in the 50s. Um, but the philosophies in there are are. Uh, timeless. And so I always went into my my career and my relationships with clients uh, with that in mind. And it's the same thing. If you want to get the best client ever and develop the best relationships ever, which means that they are buying from you, they're rebooking and they're sending, they're referring people to you, then don't kick over the freaking beehive by being kind of a jerk without even realizing it, right? Like, 
for a judgy bitch. It's true. Like, I'm sorry, but we we have somehow created this generation of estheticians who are being judgmental bitches. And I don't think that they know it. Like, you're coming from no. a very egotistical place of I know everything and what you're doing is wrong. And you know what? Listen up. You probably only went to school for 600 hours. You yeah. have years and years and years and years and years of things to learn still. Absolutely. So just because <laughs> you'll be learning the rest of your career. And I still am. You guys, like, even when Tiffany sent me this list of topics that we're gonna get into, I was like, I don't, I actually haven't heard of this. I can't wait to learn more about it from Tiffany. Um, I am always humble enough to know that there's so much that I don't know. And so that's why I think it's interesting. Is I'm like, I I am a master esthetician, I did double the amount of schooling, and I've been doing this for 20 years, and I've worked with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of spot parts. Partners. I was in the treatment room for 13 years, and you will never catch me thinking that I know better than somebody else. No, you, and I love that about you. I just that's one of my couldn't do it, and so that's why I think it's interesting. I'm like, you went to school for 600 hours, and now you're out there acting like you know everything, and you're being really judgmental about it, and you're actually ruining relationships with people and kind of setting a bad example. And so, you know, when I started my coaching business, and as I over the last few years have been working um, with taking that different kind of mentor approach with people. This topic has been at the forefront of my mind. I I really want to create a whole different vibe in our industry, especially too. Like the next thing I want to talk about is that skincare is now common and normal. And so what that means is that when Tiffany and I got into skincare, it wasn't. And so, you know, most of my career was really difficult because I was working with people who saw skincare and facial treatments as like a luxury. You had to convince them and convert them into a whole new idea of self-care. Yeah. And that that was hard, right? So we (laughs) had like a lot working against us. And so, you know, over the last few years since skincare has just become very normal, so much so to where, you know, I was talking on social media just yesterday about our tween (laughs) skincare trend. Yeah. um, The thing about this is that it's a really good opportunity to put more education out there. Now, I will say when when my spa partners who are big on social media, so Tiffany and Elevate and um, you know Natural Beauty and Brows and Mandy at Soli's, like I have, and there's more, but I have a lot of people who are really good on social media and pretty active on there. And what I started noticing, um, probably starting in like 2020 when our industry just went crazy. I, you know, you, so we'll take, cause I'm talking to you, we're going to use you as an example. You know, you would post on your story, like, and ask me anything. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. We get the same questions over and over and over. And over. the questions are literally what order do I use my products in? <laughs> How often do I exfoliate? Like the questions okay. are so basic and so yeah, that's when I get still all the time. Like no matter how many times you answer it, we're still getting that question. And so what I took from that, and what I have tried to help people see, is people don't know what they don't know, and they really just need to know the basics. And they're really looking to you for that. They're really looking to you for like, how in the heck am I? So I want to do it. And we've got more and more people, you know, wanting to do this, but they're overwhelmed by it and they don't understand it. And so for you to be putting out there the, the kind of more, you know, negative vibes um, and judgmental vibes, it's, it blows my mind because then I see other people who are coming from such a loving place of like, Hey, this is how you do it. Let me help you. And you guys are the most successful. And it opportunity for conversation as well. When you put out those negative vibes, you're creating this energy block that doesn't feel trusting or safe for anyone to come to you with questions. Mm-hmm. And then when you come from an open heart space, then it just creates just a trusting environment for people to even open the conversation. And that leads into more of, Hey, actually, thank you so much for answering my questions. Can I book an appointment with you? Can I come see you? You know? So it just, it's just, it's a domino effect either way. And to be fair, we are 
trying to change the industry, like mm-hmm. you said, and we come from an open heart space. And to be fair, I think most estheticians are just following suit from what they see yes. from other estheticians. Agreed. And that, you know, in a way is kind of not your fault or not mm-hmm. their fault for mm-hmm. doing that because um, you're being bombarded because I'm sure most people like we do follow other people we are inspired by or who are popular or trending in the industry. And it's easy to soak up that information especially if you don't really have a goal or an intention of how you're speaking and treating your clients. So that's where it's so important to just come back to your heart center to really think about your values and how you want to approach your clientele through your business. And just remember like at the end of the day, like love, love and trust and understanding is the most important thing. Yeah. And you know, I, I, on my coaching page, you see me talk about this all the time or putting out like the esthetician affirmations of the day is usually centered around just doing just that, you know, like I'm, I'm truly here to serve and to help. And I understand that, you know, people don't know what they don't know. And, um, and, and all yeah. of these new estheticians who are entering the aesthetics industry or the skincare industry. Um, yeah, they're, I mean, they don't know what they don't know either. And that's okay. And we're just going to be the leaders in that. And Mm -hmm. for anyone listening, like you can too. Oh yeah. Don't think that there aren't other estheticians out there following you and following what you put out there on social media, because there are, and they're soaking in what you have to say too. So be a leader in trying to change the industry Mm -hmm. as well. Like that's a challenge and that's, um, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so it also the, the honesty portion of this is a really big deal to talk about. So a good example is when we are, or when people have kind of been conditioned to be judged by estheticians or they're afraid that that's going to happen, they're not super forthcoming. And if, if I don't know the whole picture, <clears throat> I can't help you. So, you know, I like my good friend, Janae, that we always talk about. She's such a dear friend and I, I, I love her so much. And we were talking, I, I think last week I was having this conversation or the week before, but she had a client come in who was very influenced by social media trends and um, had all of these different products that she, you know, when, so when Janae was having that consult and conversation with her, uh, she remembered the conversations that I've had with her of coming from a place of non-judgment and she used positive reinforcement like I train people to do. So instead of saying everything you're doing is wrong and working against you in, in a blunt way that we can tend to do, she instead said, oh, I, I just love that you have a routine. I love that you are interested in professional skincare. I think that's amazing. Well, what happens when you do that is the walls come down. And that's always the goal because that's just something that always happens in the treatment room. It happened to me 20 years ago and it, you know, happened for 13 years. I had to kind of get people's walls down by making sure that they knew I was never going to judge them. So when Janae took that approach, what ended up happening is the girl let her walls down and then she disclosed a whole plethora of other things that she had not initially disclosed about what she was really using. And what Janae said to me was, I'm so grateful that you had instilled that in me because had I not known that all of these other things were happening, you know, number one, the treatment that she could have ended up doing could have actually caused more problems. Do you know what I mean? Because Janae's like me. She kind of likes to blow the face off as much as possible. And for those of you who have worked with me, I, I am I can get a little bit intense in my treatments. And I'll, I like to teach people how to be intense and then like rebuild the skin. And Janae's kind of one of those who she's really receptive to you know, that philosophy with me. And so she does do some more intense treatments. And if that girl would not have disclosed that to her, like who knows what could have happened. And then she was like, I I really could not help this girl if she wouldn't have told me the entire truth. But I had to take that approach, you know, that you have coached me through to get the walls down so that she would be completely forthcoming. Cause I think that some of the things that the girl told her were a little shocking. (laughs) So, um, you know, and I think that that is really super common is that people really don't feel like they can disclose all of that. And so by just, you know, the information that you're putting out there and the attitude that you're having during your consultations is what is going to get those walls down. And I really encourage everybody like, Oh, my intention is for you to be 
the esthetician that anybody knows that they can come to you at any time and tell you the entire truth and know that you're not going to judge them. And it's interesting in my position, I work with many estheticians, but I actually work with many stylists because I work with a lot of salon spas. And so sometimes in a training, I'll actually have 10 stylists and one esthetician. And so afterwards, there's been so many times where they'll come to me like after the training's over and they're like, okay, don't judge me. But I don't <laughs> wash my face at night. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, I always make sure that everybody, I don't care if you don't wash your face at night. Do you want a yeah. skincare routine? Cool. So how could we make this work for you? to, you know, works for you and your routine and your lifestyle. Yeah. And so I just, I'm like, I I don't understand when people like, oh my gosh, you don't wash your face at night, but you guys, that happens all the time. Like, let's say I am working with a big group of, you know, 25 people and somebody in the group chimes. That's why people come to me in confidence is because they know that if they said that out loud to a group, that they're going to get judged. And I watch it happen all the time. Like I remember working with one of my schools here in um, Idaho that, there was probably 30 people in the room and they were all estheticians. And one of them raised her hand. She said, I've never been good at washing my face at night. And immediately the entire room was like, <gasps> and like, you know, had this insane reaction. Yes. And I was like, whoa, you guys like hold the, sh- no, <laughs> no, back up a second. Cause, and it was interesting. Cause I'm like, my reaction is I was like, yeah. Great. So what what could what what do you want? Yeah, basically what do you want? Do you want to try? Like how can I help you if you want to make that happen in your lifestyle? Yeah. Right? So that's what we're talking about, you know, and and I know we kind of veered from just social media solely, but it's the approach that we take with people continually that builds the relationship and matters. And so social media, though, sometimes is the first thing that people are going to see before they even see you in person. Not always, but, you know, it's just important that we're sure. Yeah. We're really heard something or whatever. Just remember, build them up from the inside out. And like you said, that's such a good point is they are going to test the waters with you and see if they can trust you. And then more comes out. Yes, they so really do. React yeah. Or judge, they're gonna whoop. Okay, it's not safe. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anymore. And then you're just really just blocking that energy and blocking that opportunity for you to serve your client, which in turn creates business for you. Yes, it really does. Yeah. It really does. Oh my gosh, this is such a beautiful. It's so important, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Um, Should we? touch on a couple of social media topics. I know we kind of veered, but I feel like that was so necessary to touch on. So necessary. Um, Yeah. Go ahead and add what you want. And then we will, this is going to be a two-part episode for sure. (laughs) So we'll touch on a couple for sure. And then um, we will see you in the next episode for the remainder of the topic. So yeah, go ahead. Let's just do one since this is actually our social media influencer. Um, when you see on social media or somebody with influence say to not use a washcloth on your face, freak man. Mm-hmm. I, know. I do. This has gotten a little out of so out of control. I think, or out of control. Where do you think this because, stemmed from? You know, I think it's because remember a few years ago, or maybe it was even more when microfiber cleansing cloths came on the scene. Yeah. And um, there's one in particular. I forget what it's called. Do you know what it's called? What, like the makeup remover? The makeup eraser, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And that one got really popular. And then girls were removing their makeup with it. But then they were leaving it like on the counter (laughs) and reusing it all week. Yeah. And not like washing it in between makeup removals, right? I even have like – I had some friends that I – witness doing that. And I was like, do you not wash that in between? And they're like, no, look, it still removes the makeup. Tiff, I've, like, okay. I've done that. I did that. Yeah. For, I did that for years, you guys. Because you didn't know that. I wasn't really thinking was about it. I was like, oh, it gets my makeup off and then I'm washing again anyways. Yes. And I just don't think there was the education behind it of why maybe it's important to remove that bacteria off of the, the makeup remover yeah. before you come back with the face. So 
personally, I think this is where this has stemmed from. And then it's just kind of grown from there, like the, you know, cleansing towels, the disposable ones that we have now and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like that's what really made it blow up recently was when um, our favorite clean and I have started implementing these myself, uh, the clean skin. What do you call it? Clean Skin Club towel yeah. or Clean Skin Club. You guys yeah, know what we're talking towel. about. <laughs> the disposable yeah. towels. The disposable ones that come in like a 50 pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're really popular right now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Really inexpensive. Uh, very. And it does create a great way for you to use a clean towel on your face when you're washing your face. Throw it away, not have to worry about washing something mm-hmm. that's not disposable in between your face washes. So it is useful. But when somebody says, don't use a face or don't use a washcloth on your face <laughs> to their ideal clients. Their ideal clients are going to go like, why? Uh, yeah. What's wrong with my washcloth? Yes. You know, so it, by not supplying that education behind it, of actually it's totally fine to use a washcloth or a hand towel or a towel when you're removing your makeup or drying your face. You just want to make sure it's clean and not full of bacteria or yesterday's foundation that you're re-adding to your face, Right. Yeah, so it's just really simple education no, that comes behind it. Absolutely, there's levels yeah. to consider. There's levels to consider. The original discussion you and I had <laughs> was, you're you have to consider like, let's say this is someone who's never done skincare before, yeah, and they run across this information. Yeah, that's freaking confusing. So they're like, oh my gosh, I'm just I, so I'm not going to do anything. Because like, what do you mean? I can't. So listen, there's levels here. And so your first level to consider is that if this person isn't good at a skincare routine, but they want to be, or they're brand new to skincare, don't bring that up. Yeah. It's too much information. Let it go. I got to get them in a routine first. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is. Let's get them washing their face first and foremost. Let's not care about how they're drying their face off. Seriously. (laughs) Like just. Let's do it. Let's build a habit. Let's build the routine and create room to grow together, right? And so there's that level where I'm like, just let it go. That is your main fo- – that's that should be your priority. Now, somebody who is on a really good skincare routine, maybe that is something to consider, you know, to just drop that in there. Like, hey, um, how are you washing your towels? Are you using a new clean one every time? Um, and, and washing with normal detergent, it actually isn't enough. Um, one thing that I do because I actually, I, so before I got the clean skincare club towels, (laughs) I am, I'm a big microfiber cleansing cloth girl. And so what I started doing is ordering like 12 packs of these towels on Amazon. They're super cheap. And then, you know, because I had 12, I was really only washing them every like what week and a half. And I would wash them on a separate cycle with my other towels. And I do vinegar and baking soda with a light, um, detergent, like a gentle uh, dye-free, fragrance-free detergent, and just yeah. made sure that they were as clean as I could possibly get them. Um, and, and you know, so so there's a way to wash your towels to get them clean. Um, Tiff, I have, I have a question. Yes. Okay. So in some of their advertising for clean skincare to- club towels, <laughs> yeah. we've got to come up with like an acronym. I know. <laughs> Um, they say that towels and they give a visual, they give like a cartoon visual. They say that it ruins your skincare barrier. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. I had to, but I know what you're talking I had about. to hide it on my Instagram because I was getting really annoyed because like an ad that was coming yep, up. Yep, they're ads. Mm-hmm. And there's a cartoon and what this dermatologist oh, is saying is that using a towel ruins your skin barrier. And I just... Okay, Marketing. Okay. We could have a whole episode about marketing as well. That's that's, I, a, that's a marketing technique. Yeah. And that opinion. is instant. I was like, no, 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 no. This is pure and it's not, show. This is pure marketing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously, this is just what first comes to mind. You can probably ruin your skin barrier with a towel. If you're scrubbing the crap out of your face with a dry scratch. I guess what? Yeah. You can do that with any exfoliant. Actually, yeah, it doesn't even have to be like, a towel. Because in a, a towel, 
can exfoliate your face, right? Like even in a facial, when we're removing product from a client's face with a wet hand towel, like we do, or compressed sponges or whatever it may be, there's some level of exfoliation there, right? If you're an esthetician, you know this. That's a marketing technique and not a good one, in my opinion, that Clean Skin Club is using because it's creating fear mm-hmm. of washing your face or removing anything off your face with a towel, which in turn is helping to convert customers over to buying their product. And it's, I don't love that at all. It's yucky. Yeah. It's sneaky. It's really sneaky. And that's why, you know, that's another situation that you could look at and say, what could I post to help people understand this better? Yes. You know, and it's shedding some light on that. Yeah. So that, you know, you're not just trying to make your clients say you promote clean skin club towels in your business and you know, you're not trying to make them buy that product out of fear because they're going to ruin their barrier if they're using a towel. Right. Absolutely. Like if this is a great option for you and this helps you out, great. We have this. If not, use your clean hand towel. And maybe if you feel like your towels and the way you're washing them and maybe like your fabric softeners that you're using when you wash them are contributing to these issues, Mm -hmm. this is a great way you can wash your towels to make sure they come out really clean and don't affect your skin. Yeah, right. So I mean, and that would be another level to look at when you're having this conversation with people. Like that third level would be, okay, there's acne present. We've got a lot of congestion. We've got a lot of acne. Maybe we have a lot of irritation. All right, let's talk about how we're, you know, the towels that we're using. Are they clean? Let's talk about your makeup brush. Like that's the other level yeah. to look at. And so, you know, and and we'll talk about this more in the next episode, but these um state these trends, these things. I'm like, well, there's different levels here to consider and and an underlying reason or an underlying tone that I think, again, as estheticians, it's our responsibility to consider all of it. Yeah, for sure. Look at the whole picture. But also, like you said, you have to gauge where your client is at and meet them where they're at. Bombarding them with way too much information, way too fast. It's just like somebody walks into your business or reaches out and is like, Hey, I've never washed my face. I've never put moisturizer on. I'm ready to start. I, you know, I'm new help. And you unload them with a 12 step skincare routine. They're going to be so overwhelmed. They're not going to use any of it. So start like, think of it as tears, work at that foundation and then work your way up with them. And maybe they don't work all the way up to the top of where no. doesn't matter. Um, so it's interesting because how this conversation came up with the not using using a washcloth thing was in that training in December over in East Idaho, but, you know, by the Jackson area. And this, this cute girl, I love her. I've been working with her for years and she's a stylist and she's the one that said this to me. And she was like, I heard that you're not supposed to use towels on your face. And I'm so confused now. Like, I just don't even know what to do. And that's when I was like, yeah, see, you know, the here. And it took me a second to figure out, you know, where that was coming from. And then I realized I was like, oh, there's lots of advertisements out there right now, or there's lots of information because now we have the trend of the disposable towelettes. But I was like, see, here's a really good example of somebody who got that information and became so overwhelmed by that. She was like, shiz, I'm just not, then I'm just not going to do it. Like I'm so confused. And I'm also hearing I'm not supposed to wash my face in the shower. (laughs) And I was like, oh, wait, wait, what? (laughs) Like, hold on a second. That one took me a few minutes. I was like, um, what the freak is this? Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm like, this one is so extreme. I'm like, I wash my face in the shower every morning. <laughs> like, I don't understand. And it's okay. It's okay if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I heard this. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know the answer, there's nothing wrong no. with you. I actually don't know. Let me research yeah. that and I will get back to you with some information. Oh, yeah. Let me figure that out. Oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No. You don't have to know everything off the top of your head. No. And if you try to, you're going to come across as pulling crap out of your butt yeah. that you don't know what you're talking about. It's not going to be like authentic or anything like that. But 
Um, if you want, yeah. you guys reach out to DM us. If you see something weird and you're like, wait, what? Or your client say something weird that they heard, like reach out to us. We can help you make sense of it and and help you approach it. Don't know, we'll help you find out. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Stuff that pops up all the time. Mm-hmm. And it, and that's just the industry in general. It's always changing. There's always new things that we have to, as professionals, figure out if they're accurate, mm-hmm. if they're here to stay, if, you know, how we can navigate them with our clientele and with each other. And so, yeah, I actually have so many people reach out to me all the time, other estheticians and say, hey, like just, you know, bouncing ideas or um, information. And I love that so I much. Do too. So, yeah, don't to reach out. Mm-hmm. We're here for you and love to help you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up because we are at our hour mark. And so um, we will have the rest of this information and the rest of the episode in our next episode that will be released next Friday. And what we're going to do is actually break down. We have a whole list of all of these trends and we're going to break them down for you into, you know, what probably the meaning behind this actually is. And, you know, so we'll break that down and then, you know, figure out the more positive approach to this. And so this was such an important conversation to have. And and we really appreciate everybody for being here. Uh, you can tell I'm recovering from being sick this week. So thank you for bearing with me on that. Um, I wouldn't have missed this conversation for the world. So um, Tiffany, anything you want to say before we sign off? Um, if you're not already, make sure you're following us on social media so that you can reach out, that you can, you know, hear our updates and announcements. I'm at Sweet Cheeks University or at Sweet Cheeks Waxing Skincare. And um, go ahead, Jess. Yeah, I am at the underscore SD with an E underscore coach. Perfect. We're so grateful again for you guys for tuning in and for listening. It truly means the world to us. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Have pretty dreams, you guys. We will see you in the next episode. Bye, guys.